Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, Success as Listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode 126. I am cruising up the road on I-285 in Atlanta. It is about 7.31 in the morning. It is Wednesday morning. And, man, I am getting ready to fly out to New Orleans. Yep, going to New Orleans. I have a conference uh, for my job that I have to attend and uh, get to network and drum up some new business. So praise the Lord. New opportunities are, are upon me. Because favor goes before me. The favor of the Lord, it surrounds me. It causes rules, regulations, policies, situations, people's attitudes, even my own mistakes, a change in my favor. It even causes uh, people to give me recognition that I don't even believe, didn't know I deserved. So anyway, head to the airport right now. Uh, I've got a couple minutes before I get there. Traffic's flowing well, so I thought I'd record this uh, episode. And I wanted to kind of piggyback off of the, of the actual uh, sermon that my pastor preached and you know, also also referenced the book that he he wrote, uh, Pastor Jensen Franklin. It's uh, right people, right place, right plan. And I want to tackle actually the right people because the more I've kind of just meditated on that, the more I think it's so so important as a believer that, you know, God wants you to succeed, all right? God wants you to succeed. Well, if God wants you to succeed, then one of the things you have to realize is that the opposite is true, that Satan wants you to fail. It clearly states that in the Word. Uh, You can rightly divide the Word basically based upon John 10.10, what Jesus said. And that is, you know, uh, the thief comes only to kill, still, and destroy, but I come to give life and to give it more abundantly. Well, that abundant life is obviously success, prosperity, uh, more than enough, and so forth. And again, when I say more than enough, I mean more than enough to complete your assignment. You know, God doesn't want you just crossing the finish line of life after you complete your assignment. He doesn't want you feeble and weak and no money at all you know he wants you strong and vibrant I mean just like what you know Moses Abraham uh, all these great patriarchs that we have examples of in the word he wants you to finish strong and to live long but the thing is the opposite is true with Satan Satan 
you know, wants to destroy you. Satan wants to foul up the plan that God has for your life. He wants to wreck the assignment that God has planned for you. Because if you remember, you know, God gave us fellowship, God gave us an assignment, and then he uh, coupled that with, behind him with provision that he's going to provide for you to accomplish his assignment. Well, you know, success as listener at SEC, please hear me on this. This is something that Justin Franklin talked about, Pastor Franklin talked about, is God will bring right people into your life at specific timings of your life that will open doors for you. All right, let me make that statement again because it's very important. God brings people into your life to open doors for you that you couldn't have opened yourself so that you could walk through them and gain access to the plan and assignment that God has on your life. Now, with what we just said, that there's two sides of this, that Satan wants you to you know, not succeed, guess what? The same thing is true when it comes to the enemy. The enemy will bring wrong people into your life to sabotage your uh, assignment. So I want you to hear me on that. He will bring wrong people into your life to try to sabotage you. Um, You know, you look at uh, the story of Judas. Uh, You know, Judas is a great example of, you know, Satan bringing someone into Jesus' life to try to wreck uh, the whole assignment on Jesus. Because, I mean, Satan uh, says in the Word that Satan thought he had Jesus. He thought he had him pinned down. And he thought he had him defeated by, you know, turning over to the Pharisees and the Sadducees and, and you know, getting his life uh, crucified and killing him. That's what Satan thought. That's why he planted Judas, or he actually, he didn't plant Judas, but he deceived Judas in his heart, or deceived Judas. Well, the other side of this is all true. I'm thinking of Paul the Apostle, and guess what? Paul had to have the right person called Ananias to come into his life to pray over him and remove the scales that fell from Paul's eyes. I mean, there was one person assigned to Paul to help him, you know, birth his, you know, uh, healing in his ministry. One person. Heck, there was even a, um, a time, watch this now, there was a time where Paul became very discouraged and very downtrodden, but God sent one person, Paul says it in the Word, he sent one person to encourage Paul, and that was Titus. Uh, I don't know the scripture verse for it, it's in Second Chronicles, I believe, that Paul talks about how he was uh, discouraged and so forth, but Titus came along and encouraged Paul. I want you to think about Ruth. You know, Ruth had Naomi, her mother-in-law, that encouraged her to go forth. 
Esther had uh, Mordecai. There are too many examples. Moses. Moses had Aaron that was obviously the person that was going to help him get to where he needed to be in life. Okay? So, guys, what I, when I say all this, you know, <laughs> after Pastor Franklin administered this message, literally, there were, I'm just, uh, today's Wednesday, and that was on Sunday, and just within the last three days, there's been, I think, three people have, you know, come into my life, four, I take that back, four people that have come into my life, and the the whole point of this pot of this episode is right here is this statement right here what I'm getting ready to make is that guess what you have got to discern who's the right person and who's the wrong person okay who's the right person and who's the wrong person you have got to discern that you can't just sit there and allow just any old person to walk into your life at any given time and expect that, you know, things not, things are going to happen <laughs> because God uses people and Satan uses people. So you have got to discern, is this person from the Lord? Is this person not from the Lord? So you have to discern that, you know, so don't rush right into any kind of relationship just because it's got, you know, uh, good looking features to it. And that can be, that can mean a lot of different things. So success as community, that's really all I wanted to say is that I, well, let me just get, I'll give you a personal example uh, for me. Okay. I'll give you a personal example for me. I can give you actually a couple of different examples, but I'll give you one. I'll give you a couple. One, I remember whenever I, my very first job that I got, the whole, one of the main reasons that I got the job was I had a mentor in college that, uh, Mr. Cerny, that actually was working at his church one day. And that per, um, he was, working his church was a Saturday, they were doing something, and he was walking by a gentleman named Mark, and Mark Talbot got a, had a conversation with Mr. Cerny, and Mr. Cerny, you know, asked him, you know, how his business is coming along and so forth, and then Mark just so happened to say, yeah, we're looking for some young talent, you know, to actually come on board with our, our uh, real estate firm, and so we can kind of groom and train, and Mr. Cerny immediately said he thought of me. And so, guess what? That was my link. Mr. Cerny opened the door for me to be able to take advantage of that opportunity. Okay? And, again, I, I had discerned about Mr. Cerny and his judgment about things. Okay? So, success says community. You will need to discern. You've got to have some wisdom. You've got to you know, walk into a situation or walk into a new relationship, you know, not skeptical, not, you know, with your guard up, but just with discernment, just asking the Lord, 
as you're walk going down the the path, you know. Hang on, I'm having to uh, put my credit card <laughs> into the machine here. Hang on. Um, so you'll have to do that, you know, and you don't have to be afraid of it. You know, just again, seek the Lord on it. Remember, if you seek the Lord, you're going to prosper. That's just how it works. Okay, just seek the Lord on it and see if you know He's got this person that's supposed to be in your life, or He's He doesn't, because that person is going to open the door to a lot, a lot of things in your life. I promise you that. A lot of either good things or a lot of negative things. So, success as community, that's all I got right there. I'm going to park here and get ready to roll on here. Very excited about my trip. Guys got me favored, and I just saw a Tesla. And you know what? I might own a Tesla one day. How about that? Isn't that wild to say? So, anyway, success as community. You guys are blessed, highly favored. You're empowered to prosper. You walk in divine health. The spirit of breakthroughs upon you guys. And guys, we'll catch you guys on the other side. If you feel inspired to take your God-given skills to the next level, download our free report called The Five Tools That Every Marketplace Christian Needs to Crush It in Their Career. God loves when we use the abilities He's blessed us with to do amazing work in the marketplace. So download your report by visiting the successedge.biz slash tools right now. And we'll see you on the next episode of The Success Edge. Thank you.